My name is Sydney Miller. And my name is Megan Farrell. And today is Wednesday, April 24th, 2019. And our podcast today will be on medicinal marijuana for epilepsy. Medicinal marijuana is the use of cannabis and its cannabinoids to treat various diseases and to improve conditions. These conditions include depression, anxiety, epilepsy, drug addiction, chronic pains, just to name a few. It can reduce the demands for narcotics and simultaneously decrease number of accidental painkillers overdose. Medicinal marijuana is legal in Georgia, Hawaii, Maryland, New Jersey, New York, North Carolina, and other places. In North Carolina, it is only legal to use CBD. Intractable epilepsy is the only qualifying conditions to become medicinal marijuana patients. To receive medicinal marijuana, you need to receive legal protection, must be diagnosed with epilepsy and under the care of a state-approved neurologist who has tried three or more treatment options that had failed, and you must have a registered caregiver. Cannabinoids are substances in medical cannabis that bind to receptors in the brain. Both THC and CBD are cannabinoids. Unlike THC, CBD binds to more than just pain receptors. It appears to also work on other signaling systems within the brain and has protective and anti-inflammatory properties. Some epilepsy patients find CBD helpful and others don't. This is most likely because of the different ways the drug is administered. The FDA recently approved the use of Epidiolex, which is a plant-based form of CBD, to treat some of the most severe forms of epilepsy, which is Dravet syndrome and LGS. Um, Epidiolex is a purified, greater than 98% oil-based CBD extract from the cannabis plant. It is produced by Greenwich Biosciences to give known and consistent amounts of each dose. The New England Journal of Medicine published a study in May 2018 about the use of CBD on LGS patients. People with LGS between the ages of 2 and 55 years old who had had two or more drop seizures each week during a 28-day baseline period were included in the study. They were randomly selected to receive CBD oral solution at a dose of either 20 milligrams per kilogram of body weight, 10 milligrams per kilogram of body weight, or a matching placebo. A total of 225 people were enrolled in the three groups. 76 of those people were assigned to the 20 milligram CBD group, 73 to the 10 milligram, and 76 to the placebo. The CBD was given three twice a day for 14 weeks. The researchers measured the percentage of change in drop seizures from the baseline. During the 28-day baseline period, the average number of drop seizures was about 85 in all three groups combined. There was a total of 41.9% decrease in the 20 milligram CBD group, 37.2 in the 10 milligram CBD group, and 17.2 in the placebo group. For patients that wouldn't want to smoke the medicinal marijuana, they can also eat it. Edibles are an efficient way of administering cannabinoids, meaning that strong effects can be achieved at a reasonable cost to a patient. The recommended dose is 10 milligrams. It takes about 30 to 60 minutes for it to take full effect.
We got the chance to email Yvonne DeSillis, who is a director of inpatient psychology at Queens Hospital Center. Megan will ask me the questions and I will be reading Mrs. DeSillis' response. So the first question is, how do you feel about medicinal marijuana? I am glad it is available as another option for individuals who are suffering from chronic diseases and pain and cannot find relief from con conventional medicine. Uh, what do you think are some long-term effects of using medicinal marijuana? I do not know. However, I do believe that chronic use of marijuana leads to diminished ambition and a lack of urgency. We now know that medicinal marijuana can treat and help many diseases and disorders, but which do you think can benefit from medicinal marijuana the most and why? I think that those who suffer from cancer pain and other diseases that cause chronic pain can benefit the most from using medicinal marijuana. Maybe those that suffer from anxiety disorder can also benefit. Should there be an age limit on when a child can use this medication if needed? This is a very difficult question. I think in some cases, young children as young as four years old who suffer from autism can benefit. Since autism has no cure, why not add medicinal marijuana as another option for the treatment of autism? Did you know that it is very difficult to overdose on marijuana? You would have to consume around 1,500 pounds of it in about 15 minutes. No one has ever died from a medical marijuana overdose because cannabinoids work very differently than opioids. The use of marijuana in the medical environment dates back to ancient China, where the Chinese emperor Shen Yong, who is credited by being one of the founding members of Chinese medicine, regularly promoted it as the cure from rheumatism and gout over 4,000 years ago in his book, The Herbal. Despite what people have believed for many years, smoking pure cannabis is not harmful. In fact, some research shows that smoking medical marijuana can reverse the risk of lung cancer. For people who don't or can't smoke, there are also other ways to consume medical marijuana, such as vaping, edibles, topical solutions, and suppositories. Lastly, in Las Vegas and Denver, the number of medical cannabis dispensaries are number Starbucks by 3 and 1. This means that there are a number of dispensaries in Las Vegas that can offer so much more than just a cup of coffee.